Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 288, recorded live on Sunday, October 21st, 2012. And here are your hosts, Dave Clean Machine Play. Hey! And Andy Marathon Man Low. Hi. That, for, for pretty much coming up on the spot, that's actually really good. I applaud that. Thank you. Well done. It, I, after, it's my haikuness. <laughs> well, I was going to say, after 278 episodes, <laughs> I mean, you know, having to do this again and again and again every week. And something new, something different. <sighs> yeah, I've, I've been surprisingly adult-like today, and it's kind of scary. Cleaned out the, the Camry. I'm cleaning my desk. Well, I was cleaning my desk. Now I'm recording. And then I'll go back cleaning my desk. I haven't cleaned anything, but that's because I've been kind of busy. You you ran, was it 26.4, 24.6? I never remember. 26.2. 26.2. Okay, so I was close. Yes. 26.2 miles at once. Yes, at one Why? time. Why? You don't like running. But it's a goal, and I wanted to see how it worked. How, how long ago did you... This is your first full marathon, right? Yes. How long ago did you start working on this? And yes, I'm going to be treating this kind of like an interview. I started... When did you, when did you say to yourself, I want to run a marathon? I think the training program I signed up for was um, 16 weeks. So was it only 16 weeks ago you said, I want to run a marathon? I, I, I don't think that's true. No, I signed up for this marathon on January 1st. Right, but you decided much earlier than that that you would want to. Yeah, well, I'd done the half marathons. You've been been working up to this for years. Yeah, it's kind of funny because when I first started running, this was actually before I actually started running, I thought, oh, I could do a marathon, and then I just went out and ran. It didn't work. No, no, no. And so that's my question, though, is like, when was that? That was back in, I was still living at my parents' house during college. Okay, that helps some of us. To, somewhere around 2006. So about six years ago. Yes. You said to yourself, I can run a marathon. And I, it didn't. And, and then, then about. Could. And now six years later, you have run a marathon. Yes. So congratulations on your six year. Five half marathons, a couple of 10 milers, a bunch of 5Ks. I can't even remember how many 5Ks. I love that you hate to run. <laughs> I think it's so funny. I am loving my HP branded heating pad, though. HP branded heating pad. My laptop is keeping my legs nice and warm and loose. Is, is your apartment cold? No, but... Um, my legs don't want to move. Ah, yes. After running 26 miles, I imagine it, mine wouldn't want to move either. And in case anybody's wondering, my time was 5 hours, 2 minutes, and 14 seconds. I was wrong. I thought I had gotten under 5 hours, but according to the chip time, it was over 5 hours. Well, I mean, there's this whole thing with relativistic speeds. You were moving faster. I don't get a, a, a joke on that, a chuckle on that. No. Not even like, hey, David, you're being an idiot. Well, what I'm thinking might be, though, is the fact that all the chip times are done through basically RF tags. 
And so where I am when the RF thing actually picks up the tag, I might be in front of the start line and not have actually crossed the start line yet. Or when I cross the finish line, I might not. I might be beyond the finish line when it finally picks up my tag and still stops my clock. So it's close. I oh, okay. I think you've probably just clocked in just over five hours. Is all? Yeah, it's over five hours. I, I think that you're talking about the difference of a foot either way. Yeah, and 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 you you can cover a foot rather quickly. Um, a word of advice to anybody who is planning on this in the future. The night before is not the time to try a new type of dish. <laughs> what did you eat last night, Andy? Well, we went to, we checked into the Greektown Casino, and we looked out our window, and we went, oh, the Hard Rock Cafe is like two blocks away. Mm-hmm. Let's go there for dinner. And normally when I go to the Hard Rock Cafe, I get the pulled pork sandwich, which is tasty because they do their own barbecue sauce. Yeah. But I was looking through the menu, and I saw that they had something called the South Carolina, which was a South Carolina-style mustard-based barbecued sauce pulled pork sandwich. Okay. So I thought, with some coleslaw, no, some uh, onion rings on the top. So you thought you'd give it a try. Yeah, I thought I'd give it a try. wasn't really that tasty. Didn't even actually finish the whole sandwich. I took some of it to go, and then I'm sitting there to go, and, you know, I'm not really going to finish this. I don't know why I took the rest of it to go. And then um, when I was running over the Ambassador Bridge, which, you know, is like a mile and change long, so I wasn't near any sort of relief station. Right. My stomach went, oh, it's payback time now. (laughs) It's like, hey, guess what? (laughs) Guess what I've been holding on to. (laughs) So, yeah, that I had to walk for a while. Had to wait in line for a Porta John for a while, which of course just added to your five hours. Yep. So if you had eaten, here's the moral of the story, then Andy. If you had eaten properly, you would have come in under five hours. I probably would have come in around four thirty because I was keeping pace with the ten minute pace group, which gives you right around a four hour thirty minute time. But I lost them, and I didn't find any other pace groups. Which for me, I still have. My iPod and Pod Runner, which actually I'll review um, next week. Okay. Um, but still, that doesn't really help me that much because it's a it's an exercise. It's music set to a certain BPM for the entire length of yeah the track. Um, but it turns out I shortened my stride length, so I'll still have the same tempo, but I'll shorten my stride length and therefore slow myself down. With a if I'm with a pace group, somebody else it's their job to stay at that pace for the entire marathon. So yeah, I was just trying to find a pace group, couldn't find one in my time, just started getting slower and slower and slower. But I finished. I actually finished a marathon. Yay! Crazy. Well done. So yeah, come January 1st, I'm going to sign up for the Detroit Marathon again, because I've learned my lesson, and it's not going to happen twice. Side note, I looked up my training program, 80 days. So whatever 80 days is for training. It's 11 and a half weeks. Okay, so it was a 12-week program. Some programs were um, 16 weeks, but I guess I just signed up for a 12-week training program. Okay. It was it was actually a nice day out. I was quite pleased with the. It was not too cold. It was not raining. It was just a nice day out for a run. I do have to say, though, um, okay, so starts in Detroit, runs over the Ambassador Bridge into Canada, runs around Canada, runs through the tunnel back into Detroit. So you're running under the Detroit River back mm-hmm. into the U.S. And you run around Detroit a little bit, and then you run out to Belle Isle. They need to repave the roads in Belle Isle like it's nobody's business. I think I might have actually screwed up one of my ankles a little bit. No, oh, no. Because I hit 
a pretty crappy patch job on the road. But I think that's all I've got for that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't go... I don't run. I haven't been across that bridge in a long time. Most <laughs> attention I've, pay, I've paid to that bridge, or that area in general, is the news coming out of Michigan about Rob Snyder wanting to build a new bridge. God, the amount of say or vote yes on Prop 6, because it's Matty, Matt Monahan, or whatever the guy's, the bridge owner's name. <laughs> It's like millionaire Matt something. Looking it up. Looking it up. Ambassador Bridge owner. <laughs> Who owns the Ambassador Bridge? Matty Marone. There we go. I, I actually heard of a really interesting thing that uh, would just kind of end all of this. What? Do you remember ever learning, because of course you don't actually remember it, about the potential steelworker strike. This was way, way back in the, I want to say the, the, oh, when was it? Truman was president. Okay. So somewhere in the 40s to the 50s, there was a steelworkers, uh, they were threatening to strike. And Truman called them in, called in a couple key people to the White House and said, here's the deal. You have five minutes to convince me at the end of this meeting to not nationalize the steelworkers. <laughs> And I just took four minutes and 30 seconds, so you have 30 seconds. Go. Hmm. Basically, I mean, and, and he's right. He said, like, this is a matter of national security. This is a matter of uh, we, we cannot survive if you guys go on strike, so I will nationalize the industry. Well, that bridge is pretty strategic importance. In fact, not just for trade, but for national security. So uh, the federal government could easily make the case for nationalizing the Ambassador Bridge. True. So you call in Mr. Matty Marone and say you have two choices. Either you end all opposition to this new bridge, or we are nationalizing the Ambassador Bridge and then building a new bridge. Oh, this whole bridge thing has been going on since 2004. Yeah, it's, but it, I'm just, it, it hasn't made serious progress until two years ago. When Matty was able to get the proposal on the boat. Well, no, when Snyder actually made the deal with Canada yeah. and got it all on the table and said, here's what we're doing. That was, what, like a year and a half ago, almost two years ago? Yeah, something around there. I'd like that bridge. Second bridge to Canada through Detroit. Something that, you know, connects to the highways directly. Yep. But that is neither here nor that. Well, I guess it is there, but it's not what we're here to talk about tonight. No. We should talk about topics. We should indeed talk about our topics. Which topics did you have in mind, Andy? Well, you're normally the one to pick to start I, off this off. I, I usually pick this. Do I usually pick this? I haven't even paid any attention to that. Normally you pick the first one. All normally right, well, I we, ask you to pick I the see, first one. I, I see you repeated one of mine. Uh-oh. So let's talk about our repeat topic that's in here twice. Of steam green lighting things that is not games. Oh, I thought yours was the fact that they added 21 more games. No, no, no. They approved 21 more games on green light. That's what I thought no, you I mean, were talking about. I mean, that's going to be like a, a bi-weekly thing, isn't it? That they just keep approving games. That's the well, whole yeah, point. Yeah, but this time they approved 21 games at As once. As opposed to 10. Yes. Yeah, no, that's not what I was talking about. Okay, well, I am going to delete my topic. Good, because I'm not logged in, so I can't delete it. Okay, so I don't know what you're talking about. There's no dual topics. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. Uh, the screenshot that I'm taking right now must clearly have been edited. Hey, I know you know Photoshop. I actually do know Photoshop quite well. 
Um, no, uh, so so Steam has opened Greenlight because Steam itself has opened it, itself up to more than just games. Yeah, it just seemed like they just took, they're like, okay, so we've got this Greenlight, and we just added software. <laughs> Perhaps we should consider adding, adding software, software to Greenlight. To Greenlight. Now, Craziness. I mean, Greenlight is, is kind of a huge popularity contest, right? Whoever can get the most votes gets contacted by Steam. Yes. Are games and software now in different categories? I don't know. I haven't looked at this. Or are they competing? I don't know if I like greenlighting software. It just doesn't seem right to me for some odd reason. I mean, it, I assume it's still indie software that they're greenlighting. Probably. It's not like, would you like Adobe Photoshop available on Steam? All right, we'll actually look at Greenlight and see if they are listed as separate categories. Games, software, concepts, collections, discussions about Greenlight and news. So, okay, so it's a completely separate tab. Okay, and what sort of things? I mean, so dri- what the hell is Driver Fusion? I don't know. The Manager Drivers, GTGD, Gamer to Game Developer, a video tutorial series. Photo Collage Maker, Photo Blend. You need a budget. The world's best budgeting program. Okay. I am not really interested in any of these. Driver Fusion, I could I could see wanting, actually. Because uh, I had Driver Detective, and they have not responded. Yeah, have they done anything recently, or no? I mean, they they update their database, except that... Evidently, you can only install it on up to, like, 20 machines, and I've hit that limit, except that most of those machines don't exist anymore, because it's the same damn machine. Gotcha. There is a Driver Fusion Free, though. Hmm. Oh, I should check into that. Driver Fusion. Complete driver solution. I know I have drivers that are out of date. I don't. Oh, bullshit. At least I don't think I do. I'd be very surprised. Well, I'll download your driver, whatever the hell that was, and we'll find okay. out at some point. Sounds good. So that's one topic of Steam. Second Steam topic. I never knew this, but it seems there is actually... You know how there's an HTTP colon backslash backslash? Yeah, there's a Steam colon backslash backslash. Yeah, I never knew that. You? How did you... Okay. What do you, You've how, never gone to Steam through a web browser? No, normally I use Steam. Okay. If you go through Steam, uh, through through a web browser and look at Steam, a lot of the links will end up being Steam colon slash slash, and it ends up launching Steam. Steam oh, yeah, I, yeah, okay, yeah. So it, if you have something where you'd like to like download the demo or something like that, you click the link, and then it would open Steam. Kind of like IRC colon backslash backslash yeah. would open up an IRC client. Okay. Or market colon. Was, I think it's market. No, maybe not. There's there's a couple other ones. Uh, I think there's an iTunes one. Yes. And it's just, it. Regi- I mean, it, it's the difference between a URL and a URI. Kind of like how the torrent URI. Right. The torrent, torrent one opens slash up. Slash. Yeah, gotcha. So there's just, there is one for Steam and it opens Steam. It registers, you know, st- when you install Steam on that computer, it registers that. Steam colon slash slash is saying, hey, I own this. When you see it, launch me. So it turns out, though, that it's got an issue. It does. Attackers can abuse these commands by remotely exploiting vulnerabilities in the Steam client or Steam games installed on a system by tricking users into opening maliciously crafted Steam URLs. Oops. Yeah. Some browsers and... (laughs) 
Some browsers and applications automatically pass Steam URLs to the Steam client without asking for confirmation from users. Yep, and then that Steam client will try and run whatever code is in there. And if there's security holes in Steam, oops. Yep. Oh, and guess what? There are security holes in Steam. Yeah. Because no one saw that coming. Well, that's a... I almost just have to give them props, because it seems like a very... Like, how did they think of doing that originally? I don't even know. Very carefully. Very, very carefully. Yeah, Steam Protocol's reinstalled command can be used to load a malformed TGA splash image file that exploits a vulnerability in the Steam client to execute malicious code in the context of its process. So, bad things can happen. Yeah. Can write a bat file with an attack control controlled content inside a Windows startup folder. Oh, that's always good. Yeah, that... Hmm. Well, okay. Don't click on links that you don't know where they came from. Yes. And probably best to try and use a, a more secure browser. I think I would just use Steam. Or just, yeah, I mean... Well, if if you were to click one of these links in Steam, the same thing would happen. Really? The problem is getting to this link in Steam. Uh, you know, Steam is a pretty closed browser. Yeah. It's just so weird and surprising. Hmm. I just realized my laptop battery is only charged up to 93.6%. Is this problematic? Well, it normally uh, has 38,016 milliwatt hours, and now it's only currently got 35,000. Again, is this problematic? Well, I'm missing 7% of my battery. I might have to drain it down and try and reteach it. Sorry, I just was looking at that going, that's not right. My laptop is plugged in. How come it's not charging? Uh, your battery capacity could be dropping. That, too. Happens to lithium-ion. Yep. So, Steam has added 21 games. Yes. From Greenlight? Yes. Or rather, they've contacted 21 developers and said, we're interested in hosting your game. You are correct. Where are you going with that? Uh, no, I'm, I'm just stating the news. Oh. I wasn't I going anywhere. You, I thought you were going to try and go somewhere with that. No, I, I was just stating the news. Oops. Wow, so that's three topics about... Two topics. Three topics about Steam. Uh, Hold on, I need to fix one of the topics. What I accidentally did you do? I accidentally posted the same URL same twice. Same one twice. Let's talk about the one that you missed when you posted that. Halo 4 came out. Except it didn't, but it did. <laughs> Halo 4 got leaked. So here's my, my favorite part to this story. Halo 4 is, is about to come out. Uh, clearly, it's gone gold. Um, and uh, someone somehow got a hold of a game disc. Started making copies. Yep. And started selling copies. Yep. And then people started showing up on Xbox Live playing Halo 4. Yep. Well, to be playing Halo 4, you need a pirated copy of Halo 4, which means you have a modified Xbox. <laughs> so Microsoft started going through and perma-banning those boxes. So now would not be a good time to buy a used Xbox on now Craigslist or eBay. Now would be a terrible eBay. time to buy a used Xbox. <laughs> Unless you want a used Xbox that can't connect to Xbox Live. Which, hey, some people might want that. I mean, this used Xbox can play backed up games, so. True. But yeah, um, I mean, wow. Now I'm trying to actually figure out where the heck I got that link from. I can't find it. I'll just pick Kotaku's link. Okay. Are you going to... You didn't pick up any of the other recent Halos, did you? Nope. Have you played any of them since 3? Nope. 
So you're not going to pick up four? Nope. Okay. Sorry. No, I mean, that, that, that's fine. I don't know if I'll pick it up. I haven't had time to play games. I've been playing, actually, the original Assassin's Creed since Assassin's Creed 3 is coming out. Cool. I've been trying to catch up on my story again. And thousand point the game. You want to thousand point Assassin's Creed 1? Yes. With all the flags? I, I'm almost done. Are you using game facts? Yes. Cheater. Oh. oh, please. You want me to try and hunt down? I mean, if you're going for a full thousand point clear, I, I'd almost say that yes. Yes, you should be doing it without looking up where all the flags are. Oh. I, I'm actually using a secondary website that, I guess this guy's website, um... Just for the flags? Yeah, because he's got cookies set up on these maps of each of the districts and each of the cities. Mm-hmm. So if you find the flag, you can find you it on the map on and click on the number so you can keep track of these things. Because if I wasn't able to do that, that's, let's see, 20 in Masayef. Was it 40 in the kingdom or is it 100 in the ki- Yeah, it's 100 in the kingdom and then 100 in each city, but there's only 33 to 34 in each section. It, it would be impossible if you did not have this. It, all right, Dave, so here's the question. If you went to go back and play Zelda, the original Zelda. The original Zelda. On Nintendo. That I never beat. Yes. If you went back just to, you know, see what it was like to actually beat the game, would you at least, you know, use a map? If I went back to beat the original Zelda. Yes. I, again, it's kind of for what my purpose is. If I want to just race through it, yeah, I'd use a map. If I want to feel, if I want that sense of accomplishment of doing a full clear, nope. Oh, believe me, I'm still, you know, spending... <laughs> okay, so my Xbox only has two hours a day on it. Yeah. There's some times where I don't even get any of the missions done, because all I'm doing is just going around each of these levels, figuring Looking out where the flag, flag. is. Getting the flag, switching back to the website, clicking the flag so it's off the list, and then finding the next one. Now I finally see why people started to say the game seemed a little repetitive. (laughs) I didn't notice it at first. Because all you're doing is finding flags. Well, not only that, but I only did the game in order to beat the game. I didn't do all the missions required. Mm, Which which, are all the same. Yeah. Go here, kill this guy. Well, there's some of them go here, go kill this guy. Another one's run around the town, collect all the flags that I quote-unquote dropped. Mm-hmm. Another one's eavesdropping, and then those stupid c- citizens that are in distress. God, oh. Help me, help me, assassin. Well, no, because they're getting attacked by the people. It's like, I saw the evil in their eyes. And it's just like, oh, shut up. <laughs> that and the fact that your computer, your character is locked in some sort of like, let's say it's a cutscene almost, as these vigilantes like come out of the woodwork to help you. Sometimes after you've killed, you know, about five, six guards, you mm-hmm. kind of want to leave that spot. Nope. But you're stuck there because this stupid lady is telling you how she's not going to leave her house again. And you're like, I just want to leave because there's a guard walking up here. He's going to want to see who... And I'm just standing here. I'm just standing here, and in the guards are attack dead me. Guards. <laughs> Let's be honest. You're standing there in a pile of dead guards. Yes. So yes, he's going to attack you. There was one time where okay, it was just three guards to rescue this lady, but then like I had four different groups of four guards just like on patrol, just like wander to me, and I was just trying the entire time to just click this lady enough 
to get her to start talking to me so we could finish up the thing because I, I don't want to run away because I hadn't technically saved her yet. So the the pile of dead guards just kept on growing and growing and growing. <laughs> Hide behind the pile of dead guards. <laughs> Brendan will get that reference. That, and I'm guessing there's somebody at a webcomic about Assassin's Creed where somebody moves a trailer full of hay and you just see the assassin just go splat. <laughs> I think there is, actually. There's, there's gotta be, because that just... I, I, so there's two things to, to comment about that, by the way. And one of is the uh, reminding people about the Penny Arcade comic where Assassin's Creed 3 was going to take place in World War II and the explanation of why would there be these carts of hay all over the place or how will they handle that. I suppose the American Revolution, they could still get away with hay. Yeah. Cartloads of hay. The other thing was the eagle flight drop thing, whatever it is. Leap of faith or whatever leap, it is. Yeah, the leap of faith. That uh, if you if you watch the Baumgarten, Felix Baumgarten skydive from the upper atmosphere, it's the ultimate leap of faith. Yeah. Believe me, I've seen a picture where somebody photoshopped Ezio in there. Yeah. As a gif. Yeah. So he just like jumps off. It's got to be one hell of a bale of hay at the bottom of that. <laughs> That's what I noticed is like some of those where I'm just doing the math in my head. I'm like, okay, I'm jumping from the top steeple of this church somewhere. And the guy like flips over and it takes him like three seconds to finally hit the bale of hay. I'm like, he's going to break his freaking back. It's like doing stuff like that. That's not. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty bad. (laughs) Assassin's Creed 4, World War (laughs) 3. So what's with this Assassin's Creed ARG? Assassin's Creed ARG. So there was a, there actually was an ARG for the new Assassin's Creed, uh, but it wasn't in the U.S. So Ubisoft released a small game called Hacked History. Yeah, I heard about that. As people competed it, not com- not competed, sorry, completed it, uh, there was evidently some. There's a counter on it. It's it's actually the mini game from one of from Assassin's Creed. You know, it's find all the things in the picture. Yeah. So once all of those anomalies were found, they released an image of Desmond watching an MMA match, which had hidden elements in it, including a QR code on the screen. Oh, sneaky. Yeah, if you if you open it and zoom in, there's a QR code sitting down there, and there's numbers all over the place. And so people were able to figure out the hidden codes in that. Oh, yeah, sure enough. If you zoom in, you see the, the code across. Oh, sneaky. It's very hard to see when you're zoomed out, but you can see it, especially if you start screwing with your contrast. Yeah. Uh, and then after finding all of that and cracking those codes, et cetera, et cetera, it brought people to a video. And it's, in fact, the same video that uh, they basically just... Oh, was this the uh, previously on video? I think so. <sighs> yeah, I already saw that. I didn't have to go through all that crap. Yep. Basically, it's a commercial. I don't know. My favorite QR code ARG thing was the thing with uh, Defense Defense Grid, grid. where the map was actually a QR code. Yeah. That was pretty ridiculous from the potato pack. Yeah. Oh, man. The potato pack was just fun. Yep. What was the... There was a song from Audio Surf as part of the potato pack. Oh, uh, the... the, Your specimen has been processed. Yeah, something like that. We are ready to begin the test proper. That was actually a fun level, too. Device has been modified. That's what it was. That was a fun level. It was also kind of cool because you, your thing was a shell on a surfboard and portal gun, and there was only two colors, so it was a pretty easy thing. Yep. Two colors and companion cubes. Yep. 
The device has been modified. It was a good mix. I should find that. I think I have it on my audio surf because of the potato. Yeah, I've yeah. I've got it too, but I don't know where. So that was the ARG. It was kind of crummy, kind of low. No one really cared. It's I mean, you know, it's Ubisoft. It's not Valve. Yeah. Valve and to some extent um 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 crap. Microsoft and iHeart Bees? No. Bioshock. The Gears of War one? Bioshock. The, what? Bioshock. Oh. Why am I blanking? Andy, help me out. Um it was two K and in Infinity, I think. Is it? 2K Games, 2K Boston. Yes, 2K Boston. There you go. Okay. The, oh, yeah, that ARG was ridiculous. Yeah. I love how there was, like, stuff for the ARG in their booth at PAX. Yeah. So, between, yeah, between 2K and Valve, I mean, those are, like, the king and queen of ARGs right now. Okay, I'm sorry, but you cannot talk about ARGs and not talk about iHeartBees. You can. I mean, you, you can't give it proper history without iHeartBees. iHeartBees was one of the first big ones. But when you compare that to what they did for Portal 2, oh, iHeartBees is nothing. No. It, oh, man. So, yeah. What else we got? Um, well, you talked about something that Ubisoft actually screwed up. Yes. Yes, they did. Uh, so Ubisoft, first off, we, sh- we should all take a moment again and congratulate Ubisoft and say, yes, good job. You've decided to go without your ridiculous, insane DRM practice. Yes, props. That's good. Props to them. It might help, however, next time when they release a game, which you know, they're about to do, uh, to ship activation codes with the game. Oh. Womp, womp. Where is sadtrombone.com? Wah, wah, wah. Is there really sad trombone.com? Yes. Is it a sad trombone? Sorry, Kate just made, I think, popcorn in the other room, and oh, I gotta turn up my volume, otherwise, you wouldn't be able to hear it. No. There we go. Yep, sad trombone.com, instant rimshot.com. I forgot what the third one was. Oh, damn it. And woot. <laughs> As soon as I turned on my audio. Of course. Which one was that? Amazon Goldbox? I don't know. I didn't even pay attention. I'm just... Damn it. (sighs) Well done. Honestly, I had my sound muted. Turned it on to play the sand trombone. Boom. Woodalizer. Yep. So, granted, they sent these things out for Rocksmith. Who the hell is playing Rocksmith? I don't know. No one's playing Rocksmith. Like, I well, actually, it. clearly no one is playing Rocksmith because they can't because <laughs> they didn't ship the... <laughs> yeah, I, I... So, yay Ubisoft, and also, what the fuck Ubisoft? You know what I'm really excited about, though, Andy, on what? this list? Look at the list and tell me what stands out. Iron Chef? Iron Chef! Since it's all in caps? In caps! Caps lock on Iron Chef. Why? Because it's fucking Iron Chef. So excited. Wait, Iron Chef has not been on Japanese TV for 13 years? Mm-hmm. Wow. October 26th. Huh. Comes on on October 26th. I wonder who the Iron Chefs are going to be. I expect they'll probably pull one or two of them back. Hey, are you doing anything right now? <laughs> uh, running like eight restaurants. What about you? <laughs> So excited for Iron Chef. Hopefully it'll be like actual good stuff and not the crappy, cheesy, Americanized version. That was funny with William Shatner as the chairman. Oh, that was so weird. 
Oh, did you see the news that they got all the uh, captains together in the UK for some Trek fest? What? Yeah, they got all, uh, they got, well, they didn't get Chris Pine because he's not really a, he's, as, he was in the movie Captains. He's a captain. He was probably actually just busy shooting the next movie. Probably. Um, but yeah, they had all of them there. They had Picard. Sorry. Stewart. Yeah. Shatner. Stewart. Stewart, Shatner. Avery she, Brooks. That's Cisco. Yep. Janeway. Uh, is Catherine... No, Catherine's her character's name. Shit, shit, I should know that one. You see, now, I have a reason for not knowing this, since I haven't actually seen an episode of Voyager. Yet, I still know the captain's name is Janeway. Kate Mul- uh, Mulgrew. I okay. knew it was a K. And Scott Bakula. I don't remember the name of the captain. Scott Bakula's character's name. <sighs> Son of a... Archer. Yes. There we go. Captain Archer. God, why... Okay, so, hang on. If If we're doing this, I have to pull this up, because this is... I, I found this uh, from a trainee. A trainee showed this to me. And we'll see if you can recognize this sound. Let me make sure I turn on my sounds, which I had turned off. Ah. Yes. Enter. Right. Enter. So that's my notification tone. <laughs> yes, I am a Trekkie. My phone's always on silent, so I just get different vibrates. Continuous vibrate means a phone call. Five vibrates means a text message. Three vibrates means email and Google Talk. And two vibrates means that a Tigers game has started. <laughs> uh, do, we, do we know who the Tigers are playing next? Uh, well, the game was supposed to... The game six was actually supposed to be played today. So let me go to sports and see. No, I don't care about the NFL. San Francisco is up 5 nothing. Oh, so it might go bottom to a... Of, bottom of the fourth. Cardinals lead the series 3-2, to two, so it'll probably go to the seventh game. Ooh. Which works for me, because it means Detroit gets a little more time to rest. Well, the World Series starts on Wednesday, no matter what. Okay. So. Well, then, that, let me rephrase that. It gives the opposing team less time to rest. Yes. Most likely they'll have their number one pitcher in the game seven, because... You need to win. Yeah. Yep. I'm actually kind of excited for the World Series for this reason. So remember how we had the the random topic about the designated hitter? Yes. How it's an American League only thing? Yes. Well, in the World Series, it's the American League versus the National League. So one has a DH, one doesn't. In the World Series, you play by the home team's rules. Who will be the home team? I don't know, but it's going to be the National League because we lost the All-Star game. So the National League will have the home team, so we don't get the designated hitter. No, which means Justin Verlander is going to have to hit. Okay. How often do you see the one of the best pitchers in baseball right now up to bat? I mean, see, I, I this is a dangerous spot for me, Andy, because my, my official stance is I care nothing about baseball. So you put me in a very delicate position because I'm a, I, I want to make a statement of opinion, but I don't care about baseball. <laughs> that your statement of opinion? That is my official statement of opinion. Off the record. <laughs> okay. Off the record, you are playing a sport. You should be and, – and in this sport, the, the basic design is everyone is expected to play on both sides. Really? A soccer goalie is expected to play offense? Actually, yes, Andy. Have you not seen that before? Other than kicking the ball up the field. I, I was it's not actually really... talking specifically about baseball, but oh. your, your argument about I was just going soccer, with sports. No, I'm not going with sports in general. I was talking about baseball specifically, but sports in general, you have 
Yeah, so so in soccer it's it's a little different because you have the front line which is the offense and the back line which is the defense. What do you tell, what do you think about football? You have two teams. They are not supposed to play on both sides. In fact, you have three teams because you have offense, defense and special teams. I would point out that players are often on both offense and defense, especially on smaller teams, and special teams are generally made up of the offense and the defense. True. And from time to time, yes, the kicker is expected to pick up the ball and run. Yeah, and a last distance. Well, no, yeah, you could do a fake kick. Right. He's supposed to... I mean, it happens all the time. You either fake the punt and you just have the guy run forward, or I've seen them pass on a fake. I think it's called a punt ruski, or a field goal ruski, tight ruski. I don't know. It's a fake play. It's a trick play, whatever it is. But my point is, in baseball... You are expected to be on the offense and the defense, and I think that should apply to all the players, not just everyone but the pitcher. That is off the record. Officially, I don't care about baseball. I don't give a damn. (laughs) It's fucking baseball. How do you really feel about it? I don't give a damn. It's baseball. I was at Buffalo Wild Wings, though, for a completely separate reason when the the Tigers won. Hmm. So I was pretty pleased to rub that in a couple of people's faces. And 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 did you did you watch? How did Eastern do? We Eastern actually won. Oh my god! What's really funny is I found out that we went to Hard Rock Cafe on Saturday night. Yeah, I found out the score for the Eastern game and the Western game before I figured out what the hell the score was for the U of M game. Yeah, Actually, we got stuck in the U of M. Well, we actually took 14 north and took 96 into Detroit because there was no way in hell I'm going to 94 yeah. after a F- Ann Arbor football game gets out. Oh, hell no. I'm not going anywhere near Ann Arbor Sling know. Road exit or That's State Street. Bad, bad idea, especially when it was Michigan versus Michigan State and especially when Michigan won after four years of not winning. Yeah. So, but yeah, I found out the Eastern score and Western Michigan score before we found out what the hell the score was for the Michigan-Michigan State game. That is an ESPN fail. Yes. Also the fact that they there was like two minutes left in the Toledo-Cincinnati game with Toledo winning, mm-hmm. and they cut to a different game. Did Cincinnati win? I don't know. I didn't actually find out what the final score was for that. That's fine. But Last week they cut away from the Michigan game when there was still like a quarter left. But this, you're talking Toledo and Cincinnati, which is a top 25 ranked team. So you're Mac and top 25 ranked. Toledo's up by three with like two minutes left. What and they cut to a different game. To? What game did they cut to? Like mm, some SEC game. There you go. my guess because it's an SEC game. Yeah. Everyone knows ESPN is in bed with it, the SEC. Most of college football is in bed with the SEC. Yep. But yeah, Michigan, I, I was pretty pleased. My phone and Facebook feeds kind of exploded. Mm-hmm. That was the thing that was like, I was waiting for it to show up on the TV, and I'm like, well, screw this, Dave's going to know. <laughs> Who won? Michigan. I was, I was so, I, I will be honest, I was trying to troll you. Oh, Toledo won 29-23 against Cincinnati. Good for Toledo. I was trying to troll you because I wanted the response to be, which one? Yes, but you're from Michigan. So yeah. there's Michigan and State. And Michigan State, right. No, it's not Michigan State, it's Michigan as one, <laughs> and, state and number two is State. I mean, I, but I, I could have been more, I could have been like U of M or University of Michigan or, or you know, which, who won in the Michigan-Michigan State game? Michigan. I didn't even ask you who won in the Michigan-Michigan State game. I just asked you who won. Yep. 
And of course, I knew exactly what you were talking about. Because it's Michigan, Michigan State weekend. It's Yeah. All right, so what other topics should we hit in our dwindling time? Oh, IGN is up for auction. How much money you got, Andy? Not enough. Damn. Do you know the kind of publicity we could get if we bought IGN? I just love how News Corp bought IGN for $650 million. And it's selling it for? I don't know. It's an auction, so they don't actually know what they're trying. Well, my guess is they... What's their target? That It doesn't say. Oh. But my guess is they probably tried to... Does it say, like, right up here, expecting to sell gaming and entertainment sites for around $100 million? Oh. It's right at the top. I was more interested in the fact... I was more interested in the fact that Break Media is thinking about buying IGN. Oh, they started out with Break.com, and it was basically like a YouTube site before YouTube, and it was... It's almost like... um, Oh, E-Bombs World, where, you know, they'll take the funny videos from other locations and repost them. Okay, so not worth my time or effort or money. No. But they're trying to buy IGN. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm not really pleased with that one. Well, we'll see what happens there. What else we got? Um, the report came out about um, hospital electronics. Okay. They are, they are very, very vulnerable to malware. Well, it's just like your car. Is vulnerable yeah, to malware. Yeah, that ODBC2 port. Yeah. Not ODBC. What is it? OBD2. OBD2. Yes. ODBC is a network, a uh, database connection. ODB is the port on your car. OCB is Old Country Buffet. Really? It's the closest I've got to any sort of acronym like that. Okay. The OD2 port. It's like the OD slash 2. Onboard Diagnostic 2. Okay. There's a slash, I think, between the diagnostic and the dash. Dash. Learn new things every day. That's why we do this podcast. Okay. So probably, possibly, potentially, the biggest item on here is this last one that we haven't talked about yet, which is SoftBank looking to buy upwards of 70% of Sprint's stock. Huh. SoftBank? I thought they were European only. Uh, I believe they're actually Japanese. Oh, sorry. I knew they were not U.S. Yeah. So the, the, what I've gotten from this is that a, a SoftBank CEO, and this is in the article, a uh, SoftBank CEO go, you know, comes to the U.S. and says, what the fuck, your network sucks. <laughs> Goes back home. Does it again. Says, your network still sucks. Goes back home. Eventually convinces his company... To purchase Sprint. Now, they aren't purchasing. I mean, Sprint is a publicly traded company, so all the shareholders own it. But they are going to buy about 70% of uh, SoftBank will own 70 Yeah, so they're, they're basically buying Sprint. Hmm. They will form a newly publicly traded entity. So they will own 70% of this new company. Well, this should be interesting. I'm I'm pretty excited because potentially that means they are going to do some heavy investing in infrastructure. And Sprint is the third largest national carrier. Yes. So if Sprint starts getting these ridiculous speeds and amazing support, what do you think that's going to do to AT&T and Verizon? It's going to put their feet in the fire. Yeah. Which, you know, AT&T and Verizon are not really inclined to change what they're doing. There's an old SNL commercial. So we don't care. We're the phone company. We don't have to. <laughs> AT and T and Verizon are so. I mean, they're they're both spinoffs of Pac Bell. You mean Ma Bell? Ma Bell, whatever. Bell. Yes. They're all run by the same people. Yeah, pretty much. Heck, 
everything was divested from Mobile. It's like what twenty, thirty companies, and now it's basically if Verizon merged with AT and T, you'd have Mobile. Yeah, all over again. Oh, so it's. I'm kind of excited for this. I, I'm I'm very curious to see what will happen. As am I. Let's I'm on Sprint. Mid-2013. SoftBank, I know, is known for their LTE stuff. Mm-hmm. So that will definitely give... Because that's where everybody's going, is LTE. That was right. the whole thing with Metro PCS and T-Mobile. Two was to buy the, the LTE system. Yeah. Well, to buy the bandwidth for the LTE system. Right. So... so <laughs> well... It seems these we'll next couple of happens. years are going to be interesting. Yeah, with T-Mobile Metro PCS merging, with this uh, 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 takeover of Sprint from SoftBank... There's talk, oh, I should have looked at that before I went on here, but there's still talk again for having another television auction. Really? Yeah, so you know how we all had that digital TV transition yeah, the, was basically the so, the, and... so the government could sell Spectrum to the phone companies. Right. They want to do it again. With a different Spectrum? Yeah, with some of the uh, lower TV channels. Okay. But they also want to make it like an incentive auction, but it's still in the process, but the FCC... Looking into it. Yeah. So we might have to go through another TV change-up stuff. And you'll be able to hear about it right here on RA Podcast, I assume. Yes. I don't expect I'll be able to get away from having Andy talk about that. No, no, you won't. Okay. Are we good on topics? Um, Xbox is dropping Twitter and Facebook from Xbox dashboard. Oh, darn. Staples has broken street date on the Google Nexus 7 32 gigabyte model, which hasn't been announced yet. (laughs) Well, that Apple iPad mini is supposed to be announced this week, and everybody's heard about that. The Surface is coming out. Zynga is suing one of their employees for stealing sensitive documents. Oops. (laughs) So we really have another episode if we needed it. Yeah. In the meantime... We should talk about whatever your random review is. My random review is for a game called Ravaged. 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 Ravaged by Two Dawn Games? Yes, that sounds right. A multiplayer vehicular first-person shooter. Yes. It was just released this past week. Uh, It's, well, it's a multiplayer shooter. It's a multiplayer FPS. Didn't, um... What was the name of that NCSoft MMO that had vehicular combat in it? Oh, uh, not this. No, but it, I've always been a fan of vehicular combat. It's the Oh, Andy, then you may indeed enjoy Ravaged. So there's it, it's class-based in the same sense of like, well, anything nowadays. Uh, there's no healer. That's the first big, big, big thing to understand. There is no healing class. Okay. Uh, it's very post-apocalyptic. So you have two sides. One side is uh, like the the criminal outlaw element who scavenges everything, et cetera, et cetera, kind of like pirates. Gotcha. And then you have the side that was all of the law enforcement, military, et cetera. So they are better equipped. They are kind of more formal. They have more rigid structure. Their weapons aren't kind of slapped together and held together with duct tape. They may have, you know, they have access to kind of more effective stuff. So it's the clean and neat versus the quick and dirty. Gotcha. Um, It's balanced, though. I mean, it's not like the military side has an unfair advantage. It really is a focus on the vehicles. Uh, Just the the regular combat is pretty cool. 
Sniper shots actually take time and have drop. I didn't see any wind taken into account, but my god is it hard to snipe people. It almost makes me want to go out and get Sniper Elite the xbox and try that out again yeah well you could just play this instead i mean the the it's it's very well done the weapons react in exactly the way you think they're they would there is recoil you nice. are basically losing accuracy the longer you hold down just because you you have to try and but it, it's it's not really a random recoil so if you if you get good at it you can actually keep your your sight where it should be but the vehicles oh man so you have everything from uh, 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 you know, like an off-road vehicle. Yeah, I'm seeing uh, pictures uh, of ATVs yeah. and dune buggies, and-, and and the ATVs. I mean, they they focused on this to the point of you steer with the keyboard, but you lean with the mouse, hmm. and the way you lean can change how you are steering. Yeah. So as you're trying to take a turn to the right, you can lean, and if you lean to the right, you'll take a much sharper turn but the likelihood of rolling is higher, or you could lean to the left and it'll be a bit, you know, you're keeping the center of gravity above the wheels. Uh, The cars are tight. There is a responsiveness. It's really good. The and, and they've they've added a lot and they're always planning on adding more. They've got projects. They've got a mobile base as a vehicle for a future update where you will have one person driving. That one person is of course exposed to sniper fire. If you're not careful, uh, and it will have like a docking platform for other vehicles. Hmm. They have helicopters. Oh God! But they uh, again they kept them balanced. So first off, helicopters very very kind of flimsy. Um, they're not difficult to bring down as long as you can actually hit them. They are, however, very hard to steer, as helicopters are supposed to be. Right. This isn't. Oh, anyone can just jump in and start going and wiping people out. To steer a helicopter, W and S is the throttle, but you use the mouse to pitch. Hmm. So if you want to move forward, you have to move, you have to, you know, maintain your throttle so that you're airborne. And you can't maintain too much throttle because you'll just keep going up and then you'll never see anything. And you have to pitch forward a little bit and start moving forward. But then you have to pitch backward if you want to stop. It's really, really hard. I, I, I tried. I got to play a, a, a play session with some of the devs and the community managers, and and trying to learn the helicopter, I crashed it about six times in about four minutes. That's it. it would make sense. Like if you actually yeah. try to fly, you're not going to do well unless you get practice. Yeah. Um. They have some really interesting mechanics as far as squads. So if you're playing with a group of people that you know and can work with, you actually can do very well and you can organize yourselves into squads in the game and that will help you keep better track of who is where and what's going on. It's a, a really fun, cute little game. So my question, mm-hmm. I'm looking on Steam right now here and it's what, $24 on Steam? Yeah, and the question is, is it worth 25 bucks? Also, is there any sort of subscription, or is this a free-to-play? There's no subscription. Once you've purchased it, it's yours. Gotcha. At least I hope there's no subscription, because I have it here. Um, they're, and and they, they've made the claim that they're going to be working with the community. They want to have kind of a lot of micro-updates. They want it to keep going. They want it to keep developing. 
they're really interested in getting out to esports. So twenty five. I mean, if you're looking for a new FPS, if you're kind of tired of TF2, Monday Night Combat, Team uh, Counter Strike, anything like that, you want a really tight team based FPS. This is it. You could buy this. You would be happy. You and your friends would be happy. I see. That's why one of the things on there is a four four key bundle. Yeah. So you and three of your friends. That's how you're going to want to do it. Yeah. You definitely want to have people going in with you. If you are more like me, first-person shooter isn't really your thing. It's kind of fun from time to time, but you're not going to commit to it. Probably don't want to drop 25 bucks on this. Yeah. But that's me. Other people, I could see wanting to do this. It was a very, very tightly controlled game. There was, I mean, as far as responsiveness. Okay. So recommendation is good for some people, not everyone. Good to hear. Shall we go on to the random topic? Sure. Random topic, I rolled ahead of time. Dave, how do you like your coffee? Two creams, two sugars. And when I say sugar, I mean Splenda. Not actual sugar? Splenda dissolves better. But I, I actually prefer the taste of sugar, but when I use sugar, the sugar just piles at the bottom. See, Splenda I've never had dissolves. that problem. Splenda dissolves better. My coffee is comes from my Black & Decker coffee maker. Yeah, Black & Decker Yeah, makes a coffee maker. Brian actually has my coffee maker. Why does Brian have your coffee maker? Well, not mine exactly, but he he also has the Black and Decker coffee maker. Okay, it's twenty bucks. It's a drip coffee maker. It goes right into the travel mug. Okay, I have that with a little dash of sugar and some of the uh, flavored creamers. Oh, see, I don't like the flavored creamer. In fact, I, when when I say two creams, I mean it's really that's what I have to work with on a daily basis. My ideal cup of coffee would involve half and half and sugar, but it would have to be dissolved. Barring that, Splenda. Yeah, you see, I've never had a problem with the sugar. Like, I've got the little swizzle sticks we picked up from somewhere. So a little sugar in there, swizzle it around. Grab the creamer out of the fridge, just a dash of that, swizzle that around. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Now, do you, do you use a drip? Or do you use a French press, or what do you well, use? I mean, on, on my typical day, it's a drip, because I'm at work, and they have machines that are drip. I mean, my alt, I'm, you know, are, are we talking how do you usually have it slash like to, or how would you have your ultimate cup of coffee? The random topic was how do you like your coffee? So, so how I like it is what I have at work. It's what I have. I mean, there's a couple ways I could make it, but I don't have a choice on drip or French press or vacuum. It's, it's just drip creamers because my other choice is 2%, 1% or skim. Splenda because the water isn't hot enough to dissolve the sugar. I would prefer like a double shot cappuccino with some sugar in it or you know, French press is how I usually make it at home. I like cappuccino with no foam. So a latte. Yes. Kay. Thank you. I was hoping you were going to catch that. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I cappuccino with an extra shot, depending on if I need the caffeine or not, uh, whole milk or half and half, and some sugar. Now, what type of coffee do you use normally? Do you get like a breakfast blend? Do you get a dark roast? What do you get? I get whatever the hell they have at work. So you don't make your own coffee in the morning not at, at home. home? No. At, in the morning at home? Are you crazy? Andy, I wake up, I get dressed, I walk out the door. You don't even shower in the morning? I shower at night. Huh. I wake up, I get dressed, I walk out the door. See, what my thing normally is... I'll prepare the coffee maker the night before. I'll get the, the grounds, get them in the but, coffee maker, put some but, water in there. But, but then your grounds are oxidizing all night, and they're losing flavor. You have pre-ground coffee anyway, don't you? Yes. Sometimes I get the whole bean, and then I grind it. I grind like a week or so. This was when I you know, was having coffee every morning when I was working at Pfizer, and I had to be mm-hmm. 
in the building at like 6.30. Yep. Then I would, you know, grind some for the week, store it in the little bag. Yep. So then it would... But yeah, I would leave it in there overnight, and then as soon as I would get up in the morning, I would just walk in there, hit the one button on the drip coffee maker, and then go take a shower. Because by the time I'm out of the shower, coffee, coffee maker is done, done, and it's cooled down enough that I can actually drink it and, you know, not burn myself. Right. Yep. But let me say, okay, so my favorite coffee drink that I had, I don't even remember what... It was at Starbucks. It was the secret thing on the menu. Yes. You see, I didn't even have to tell you exactly what you knew. How did you know? Because you've said it 30 hundred... Well, not 30 hundred. What, what episode are we on? 278? 280. How do you even not know what episode number we're on? I swear it was 278. No, it's 288. 288. Oh, God. No, it's 278. Screw you. Oh, shit. I need to redo the intro. <laughs> <laughs> 278, jackass. Do do do. Which is not. I mean, you know, I might just leave it in there and see who notices yep. <laughs> until the very end here, and then they'll go. Wait a go, second. Wait, and they'll go back to the first part and re-listen to it. Question is, should I put 288 in the episode title when I upload it to iTunes? No, you should put it as 278, the proper title. Okay. Unless 88 is going to be on April Fools, in which case, yeah, I mean, sure, we'll do 88 now, and then we'll do 78 on April Fools. It's <laughs> not funny. Andy. Do do an April Fools episode, like do an episode now of what you think is going to be happening on April Fools, and then do an yeah. April Fools episode of what happened like two years ago. No, 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 no. So, to, so the the response of your Starbucks story, which caused you to recognize that you screwed up the opening. And I mean, granted, I didn't catch it either. That's fine. Uh, you say it probably once a month on the show. I don't say it once maybe, a month. Okay, maybe once every three months, but you say it every dozen episodes or so. <laughs> not anytime coffee or Starbucks comes up, probably, which is not that often. Unless we do early morning recordings. No, I, I, I'm not sure the last time I brought it up. With you, it might have been a while because you have been around since that event happened. Okay. I don't I, know. Plus, I, I, I've been around for quite some time, Andy. <laughs> I know. What I've learned, especially living with Kate, is the fact that now I should just assume that Kate was there when it happened. Yes. Or has already heard about it. Yes. At this point, there's nothing left in your life that she does not know about. Yeah, pretty much. I can't think of... Unless you buy a car at 5 in the morning on eBay. Well, she knew about that. She knew about that afterwards? Yeah. This was Laura's comment, by the way. I have not been on eBay since then. Good. Stay off of it. I need to stop going on to Woot. I haven't bought anything from Woot Woot, in a while. Woot had a really nice set of knives on today. And I was just thinking earlier this week, man, my knife set is is kind of falling apart and garbage, and I I would like a nice actual set of knives. Lo and behold, Woot provides. I just need to sharpen our chef knife. Okay, you do that. Oh, the Game Time shirt is... Oh, I might have to get that shirt. But then I've got so many shirts. I've got like Andy, 80 shirts now. Andy, you don't need any more shirts. No, I don't. Don't buy more shirts. No, I'm out of... Okay, I'm leaving Woot now, too. Leave Woot. Leave it be. Don't go back. I'm Turn done. off the Wootalizer. It's, it turned off as soon as it went off. It's the middle of the sixth. San Francisco's up five to one. Game seven. Here they come. All right. Bye, everyone. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. 
If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening.